Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me on another one of these episodes. Now we're changing the gears. Now we're going to talk about our Heavenly Mother. Um, the reason why I'm doing this series is because there is so much stuff that the LDS Church kind of seems to get. But archaeology just shows us that there's so much more. And I think there's great value to trying to understand the concept of the Heavenly Mother because it is a concept that he's, has been going on, on since, I think, the Temple of Solomon. And not a lot of people know about it. And there's many reasons why. Uh, thank you for joining me. And let's go. Okay, so... In the past, the, the LDS Church has had a prohibition on uh, speaking too much about our Heavenly Mother. Uh, in fact, President Hinckley once stated that the prohibition of, of, of praying to our Heavenly Mother is in, in no way belittles or denigrates her. Well, I don't know about his mom or Heavenly Mom, but if I don't do things nice for my mom, she'll get sad. And she kind of distanced herself from me. And just knowing that she's sad, it just makes me sad. And so, not, maybe not praying, but at least acknowledging her, it's, it's a very important thing for us to do, in my opinion, if we believe in Christ. Uh, but today, things have changed a little bit. In the last um, con uh, general conference for um, the fall of 2022, uh, Elder Rendon spoke, and he said, The doctrine of a Heavenly Mother comes by revelation. And it's a distinctive belief of the Latter-day Saints. Now, I don't know if that somehow changes the stance of President Hinckley as far as a belief, reverence, or maybe worship of our Heavenly Mother. Uh, I know where they're coming from because, you know, the scripture, Jesus talks about Heavenly Father, but doesn't talk to a Heavenly Mother. But he does. <laughs> the scriptures that we have as we have have tried to explain in the previous episodes have been radically manipulated to serve the purposes of the holy roman catholic church and as a result uh the picture of a father it represents more the pope and the picture of a mother uh goes against the beliefs of the roman catholic church against their interest. Uh, but archaeology shows otherwise. Archaeology shows that Jesus did believe in the Heavenly Mother. Not only did he believe in her, he said that the whole key to our, I wouldn't call it salvation, but ascension onto the higher realms of heaven is dependent on our Heavenly Mother. Um, but let's go back to the LDS history. Uh, another quote, it says, uh, Our theology begins with heavenly parents. This is where Elder Rondon again. And our inspiration is to be like them. Now, these words of an apostle of, the, of Jesus Christ from the pulpit, uh, what is the concept of a heavenly mother? We, like, we, that's, that, that is the, the, the question that we need to a answer. Um, he said that it's received through revelation. Well, that could be possible, but the fact is that there's a lot of scripture in the archaeological gospels of Jesus Christ. The, the, the descendants of Jesus 
had a lot of literature on the Heavenly Mother, from the Secret Book of John to the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, uh, the Pistis Sophia, I think the Book of Jew. Uh, and these are secret books to the most elect apostles of Jesus. Uh, so maybe there was a reason why Jesus spoke very privately to his disciples about, about, about the Heavenly Mother. And uh, so today we will explore uh, a distinct belief. Well, not only today, but in the, in, in the next couple of weeks, we will speak about the distinct belief of Jesus regarding the Heavenly Mother and how does the oldest church see our Heavenly Mother. Uh, well, one thing I would like to talk about is also uh, Joseph Smith. Uh, this is very important because a lot of the cultural dissemination of ideas into the LDS church comes from Joseph Smith. Um, I think it's very important. Uh, the, the opinions of Joseph Smith are very important within the LDS church. And Joseph Smith, um, he speaks twice, as far as we know. He probably did more about, about our Heavenly Mother. Uh, he spoke to this woman named uh, Zina Diantha Huntington. Uh, after the death of her mother, Joseph Smith tells her, uh, "Not only will she, well, not only will you know your mother again on the other side, but more than that, he told her that he will meet and become acquainted with her eternal mother, the wife of the Father in heaven." Now, this is a huge statement because what does that mean? What is the concept of the eternal mother of heaven? Um, and these uh, happened when Miss um, Huntington's mother was dying. And, you know, that statement is, uh, is very cryptic, but at the same time, it tells us a lot. It tells us that there is an eternal mother in heaven. He also, being a polygamist, did not say mothers in heaven. He said mother in heaven. Um, one, one legend among the Jewish people um, said that um, that whoever establishes a relationship uh, with the Heavenly Mother, this person will find mercy in her eyes, not only in this life, but in the next. Now, the reason why I'm bringing uh, Miss Huntington is because I believe that. I am uh, I am of the mind that this woman, Miss Huntington, had mercy from from the Mother in Heaven, particularly because of the things that she was able to do and the things that she that she believed and the way she thought. Uh, Miss Huntington was a healer by medical training and an inspiration. This woman believed to have spoken in tongues right after her baptism. Uh, she was recorded to perform a, a, a number of miracles, uh, healing people, male, female, children, adults, uh, and uh, older people. And Miss Huntington became involved in the women's suffrage movement and contributed greatly to, uh, to, to the rights of women. And she also contributed greatly to the foundation of one of the first, first hospitals here in Utah. Now, this was an extraordinary woman and definitely went against the normal perception of the role of LDS women on, uh, on the LDS church. Uh, and one thing to note is that prior to the uh, presidency of Justin Fielding Smith, women were allowed to give blessings. 
uh, in my opinion, uh, there's patriarchy, you know, taken over out of fear uh, because the church banned females from, from doing blessings. And it should be noted that historically, you know, women have always been, have more spiritual gifts than men. Women have always been uh, the spiritual healers, the spiritual contacts, and the people that pass along the culture to the community. Men historically have been more lazy and impulsive, you know, to contribute into these tasks. Um, we see a little bit of that in the Bible with um, Saul and uh, and the, the I don't, don't, don't want to call her a witch, the Balael of um, of Saul, who uh, who consults the dead to uh, try to see what's going to happen in that particular battle. Uh, you know, and you know. Saul, even though he was supposed to have a connection with God, was able to get connection, was able to try, was trying to get uh, a connection with God to try to ascertain the results of the battle that he was going to face. And he was not able to do it. Uh, his priests were not able to do it. But yet this woman, the Baal, uh, she was able to ascertain that information and had happened to be correct. And this is not the first you know, excerpt from the Bible where women have way more spiritual gifts than men. Um, another quote from Joseph Smith is uh, when he was dying, he said, come to me here. Here's the mysteries that men had not seen. Here's our father in heaven, the mother, the queen. Um, once again, once he, people start getting close to the veil, uh, he speaks about this heavenly mother. Uh, there's another Jewish legend. The, the, Jewish, the Jewish, uh, Jewish legend is that there are kind of two ways of dying. One of them is go straight to reincarnation, and the other one is uh, being faced in the court, where we're judged for the things that we have done, and as a result, we are sent to a particular place. And in the Jewish legend is uh, more of a, she's with this particular heavenly mother. She is the mediator. She is the one that consults us as to why are we there, how, what's going to happen, or whether we, sh we can go back to earth. And this, um, this has happened uh, multiple times according to some research. Uh, on near-death experiences. So this Jewish legend might come out to be true. And this is my introductory episode right here. Uh, you know, there are so many clues about our Heavenly Mother, and I owe it not only to myself, but to the, the women of the LDS Church, and I owe it to my Heavenly Mother to, to speak and to talk about her and to praise her and because she's just a wonderful mother, and um, I am very grateful for her, and and I bless her, even though probably nobody to bless her, but I bless her, and these will be the first episode, and I thank you for your attention, and please look for the next, next episodes. Thank you very much, and have a great one. Bye-bye.